when we live our lives based on prescribed pockets of time, and what I mean by prescribed pockets of time is our work schedules, for example, our weekly schedules, our daily routines, our time time managed, clock time managed responsibilities. We forget to create pockets of time for ourselves that aren't already prescribed in which we can just rest. We're so conditioned to believe that the more productive we are, the more successful we'll be. That we need to work hard to be successful. That we need to work hard to be able to achieve success. That we need to work hard and pretty much work ourselves to exhaustion to be able to have money in our lives, to be able to be successful at what it is that we're doing. We always have to meet these deadlines and we are on these time crunches to create this life that we want to live and that our life is prescribed to us by our employers, by our scholastic institutions by whatever it is that is outside of us that is saying you work on my dime you work on my time and it creates this state for us in which when we do have pockets of time for rest sometimes we don't take advantage of those and I'm not just talking about the times for rest such as bathroom breaks, coffee breaks, lunch breaks, getting off of work and being able to go home, getting eight hours of sleep at night, having your weekends off if you work Monday through Friday and then you have your Saturday and Sunday off. I'm talking about pockets of time that we can create for ourselves to just breathe. Especially when we're getting frustrated at work, for example. And and I'm going to use this as as one of the biggest examples. If you're working an office job, especially, and you might be in front of a computer for the better half of about, you know, eight hours. And and you know that your work time is pretty much eight hours a day. Or if you you get, say, a 30-minute lunch break, about seven and a half hours a day, really. Your, your work clock time is about seven and a half hours or eight hours and then you get like a 30-minute lunch break. So your schedule looks like an eight and a half hour block, but you get that 30-minute lunch break, right? Or an hour lunch break. So you're pretty much only working for seven, seven and a half hours, regardless. You are in front of a computer you are constantly at a desk, you're pretty much sitting all day, and what happens is that your body takes on physical stress and your brain can also take on stress, especially if you're conditioned to being sat in front of a computer all day. You're constantly absorbing that light from the computer and you're constantly stimulated by what's in front of you from that computer that's in front of you to the papers that are in front of you to new new messages that you're getting from 
your boss or your secretary or whoever and and you're just like you feel overwhelmed and you feel swamped and you feel overloaded and over encumbered and you feel like the day cannot end soon enough <laughs> sometimes what happens is that we forget to create little pockets of time for ourselves where we can just rest where we can turn away from the computer and maybe stretch it out a little bit. Where we can, even if it's just for five minutes, just turn away from the computer, turn away from what's at our, at our desk, turn away from that priority to just sit and breathe. And it doesn't have to be long pockets of time. It can be anywhere from five minutes to 10 minutes, or you can go ahead and take advantage of your lunch break when you have it for that 30 minutes to an hour and just be like, all right, I'm going to eat for 30 minutes, I'm going to rest for 30 minutes. And just be in that pocket of time for yourself so that you can then get back to whatever it is that you need to do and feel rejuvenated and feel refreshed and feel like you can actually take on that, that project or that priority because you feel good, you feel stable, you have created that pocket of time for yourself where you can just breathe. And sometimes that is very crucial to create those pockets of time that are not already prescribed to us. To be able to breathe and to be able to take a little break for ourselves so that we're not creating this space for ourselves that's getting easily burnt out. Sometimes what happens is that we will push ourselves to our own inevitable burnout and our body will respond to us by saying, you need to sleep. You need a break. And what happens is we'll go through mental breakdowns, emotional breakdowns. We'll go through points where we wind up calling in sick to work the next day because we're just like, I really cannot do this. And we might even be crying on the phone to our boss, having a mental breakdown, being like, I can't come in, <laughs> you know, or, or we'll feel so drained when we wake up in the morning and we're just like, I really can't do this today. And, and we'll call out. And, and then that leaves a pocket and a vacancy, you know, within our space, within, you know, and then what winds up happening is that our other employees around us and our employer might have more on their plates because of the fact that we have hit our point of burnout and we need that rest. But your body is always going to respond when you need rest. Your body is always going to tell you when it needs rest, especially when you push yourself to burnout. Because you feel like if you don't push yourself to burnout, you're not getting everything done. You're not being productive. You're not being successful. But rest is crucial to actually being successful. From getting eight hours of sleep at night to taking little five-minute breather breaks while you're at work and getting your eyes peeled away from the computer screen so that you're not, you know, um, straining your eyes. <laughs> to even if you're taking your work home, for example, such as you would if you were a teacher. Um, I do have a friend who is a teacher right now, and 
she she's thankful for her summers off <laughs> but but um you know she is she is so thankful for her summers off but even during the holidays there are times where she'll be lesson planning during her Christmas breaks and Thanksgiving breaks and Easter breaks and Mardi Gras breaks um we live in Louisiana so we do get Mardi Gras breaks um but there are times where she'll be taking her work home so that she can lesson plan, so that she can grade test papers, etc. And, you know, of course, she's sending her kids home with, with homework. So she has things to do at home and sometimes doesn't really get too much of a break. And the only really break that she might get is, of course, her weekends. But even her weekends, she has to plan out lesson planning. And she might only get her break when she goes to sleep at night because she's got a lot on her plate and she's got a lot to take care of. But she's created pockets of time to be able to manage her time as well as she can. And if she gets frustrated and if she gets like, okay, I I need to set this off for a little while and, and maybe go to maybe go to the gym or maybe go on a walk or be, or maybe just, you know, stretch it out and do a little bit of yoga at home or maybe just sit and breathe or maybe go ahead and create a little pocket of time for 30 minutes to be able to, you know, color in a color in a coloring book or watch 30 minutes of a movie or a show just so that I can regulate myself before I go on to finishing this task. She's created pockets of time for herself. And she says, all right, I'm going to create this little pocket of time for myself to be able to do something for me. So then I can go back to the task at hand and feel a little bit more refreshed and rejuvenated instead of getting frustrated with the task at hand and with myself. And sometimes that is more crucial than we think. Because what happens when we don't create these little pockets of time for ourselves we only allow ourselves rest on the weekends. We only allow ourselves rest when we're going to bed and we're getting eight hours of sleep. We're only allowing ourselves to rest when we feel like we have hit that burnout. And sometimes that winds up being more detrimental to us than anything. Because when that happens and we've hit that physical burnout, that mental burnout, that emotional burnout, What happens is that our nervous systems cannot regulate. We cannot self-regulate and we feel like we need something else to regulate us. Whether that is anything from going to therapy or um, going to the gym or uh, leaning on friends or anything like that, whatever we do to be able to regulate ourselves with something external as opposed to taking it inward and regulating ourselves with something that we can do for ourselves and showing ourselves a little bit of grace and gentleness and gratitude and being grateful for ourselves for just showing up as our best self that day even if our best self is is maybe operating at about 60% energy as opposed to the 100% energy or 110% energy that we gave yesterday. And being okay with just having enough energy to be able to do what it is that we feel that we can do instead of pushing ourselves. Our nervous systems can't regulate, our digestive systems can't regulate, our mental systems can't regulate, 
our brain winds up being on hyperpower and winds up being hyperstimulated all the time. And what happens is our bodies will then send signals to us that say we're shutting down. You know, and, and not necessarily that our organs are shutting down, but our brain will then shut down and go into sleep mode. And our body will shut down and go into sleep mode. And then we'll get frustrated with ourselves because we wound up taking a nap in the middle of the day when we should have been productive. <laughs> you know, and, and it creates this cycle of constantly being frustrated with ourselves when we don't allow ourselves little itty bitty breaks. And we don't allow ourselves that grace and gratitude and gentleness. And I've even noticed that in myself because I am someone who has struggled with anxiety. I am someone who has struggled with depression. I am someone who has struggled with PTSD and CPTSD and also come to find out um, as an adult that I have some symptoms and signs of autism and ADHD. And (laughs) it was something that maybe should have been diagnosed when I was younger, but um, I got pretty much diagnosed when I was, when I was, uh, ooh, 26. <laughs> I was 26 when I got diagnosed. Um, <laughs> I was 26 when I got diagnosed. And, um, I was 26 when I got diagnosed with, um, MDD, which is manic depressive disorder. And, um, wound up being on an SSRI. And I, I wound up realizing that the SSRI was making me feel even worse because I was sleeping for four and five hours a day um, instead of actually being productive and doing the things that I needed to do. And I was in grad school. I wound up failing two grad school classes because of the fact that I was constantly tired, even more so on the SSRI than I was without it. And I was less productive and I was in classes that I should have been excelling in in classes that I was actually very interested in. But then I wound up just shutting down mentally, emotionally, and physically because I was just running myself on E. Like I was, there was very little gas in my tank and I was also on a medication that wound up making me feel even worse than I already was without it. And and it created this space for me where I was constantly frustrated and I was constantly even more depressed than I already was and I felt just so out of place with myself and not to say that like medication can can make you feel out of place but for me that was my personal experience it made me feel so much worse than I already felt without it And I basically shat on myself because, uh, (laughs) like, I I basically told myself that I was not good enough. I basically told myself that I was not worthy. I told myself that I will never be successful if I keep going down this road. I I told myself that I will never be able to, you know, complete grad school. I wound up... uh, I wound up quitting grad school. I wound up going for three semesters and then not going back because I said, you know, I, 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 I felt that it wasn't the path for me anymore. And um, I 
I gave myself that grace and I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on work. I'm going to focus on um, doing what it is that I wanted to do with uh, being a being a full-time psychic and getting into psychic work. And that is what I started doing. And I started buying more tarot decks and oracle decks and I started reading more spiritual texts and I started focusing on that area of my life. And I'm still focusing on that area of my life and learning new techniques and learning new things about myself and also learning to give myself some fucking grace and gratitude and gentleness and um it it has really significantly improved my life it has significantly improved my mental state and my emotional state and even my spiritual state because I am like you know what I am one singular human being. I cannot always take on the world every single fucking day of my life. <laughs> and and excuse the swearing. This is this is not a PG-13 or even a PG-rated um, <laughs> uh, podcast. This, I, I swear like a sailor sometimes. But I recognized that the more that I gave myself grace, the more that I allowed myself breaks, the more that I just focused on doing the thing in the moment, such as creating this podcast episode, for example, I'm just doing it in the moment. I'm just talking. I'm not, I don't have a script. I don't, you know, get frustrated with myself when I don't do something. I, I don't worry about completing this episode and publishing it. I'm just doing it. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Excuse that noise, my stomach rumbles. But like, (laughs) you know, I'm just doing it to do it as opposed to being in in this state of just focusing on the end result. And then I started doing that with the rest of the things in my life. I'm not focused on the end result anymore. I'm not focused on the how, the when, the why, the where. I'm focused on the journey. I'm focused on the process. I'm focused on being here in the present moment and doing what happens in the present. In the present right now, as I am recording this episode, I've got a mug of peppermint tea because I was feeling kind of nauseated this morning. Uh, I have a mug of peppermint tea that I've been sipping on. I've got my water. I've got my bowl of oatmeal that I just finished. And I'm sitting here recording an episode. And I am just enjoying the process of recording the episode. As opposed to looking at the things that I didn't get done. Looking at the things that I um, want to get done. Looking Looking at the things that I need to do. And getting frustrated because I'm not doing them. This is something that I need to do. This is something that I want to do. This is something that brings me joy is being on the podcast and and doing podcast episodes. And another thing that brings me joy is opening up my blinds every morning uh, because we have been getting rain here. uh, But like we'll get rain in the afternoon, but then we'll have like a really pretty gorgeous sunshine for like hours upon hours in the morning and then we'll start getting rain about two (laughs) o'clock it's it's hurricane season here (laughs) and um which means it's the rainy season here in Louisiana but um we we wind up having gorgeous sunlight so I said you know what I'm gonna start waking up every morning and opening the blinds if the sun's out because I like being able to sit by my dinner table um, and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with, with the blinds open uh, as long as the sun's out. 
and as soon as I said that, it started to shine brighter, huh? But, <laughs> but like, you know, I, I started giving myself little pockets of time, little pockets of space, little things that I really do enjoy, and little things that really help me to stay positive. And even if I don't wind up getting everything done in the day that I wanted to do, I still wind up give my, giving myself that grace to say, I did everything that I could do today. I accomplished more than I thought I would have been able to accomplish. I did the things that I needed to do and that's enough. And one of the things that I, that I struggled with the, the most was not only giving myself grace, not only giving myself time, not only giving myself space, not only giving myself gratitude for the things that I did do, not only giving myself gentleness, but I struggled for the longest time, even working from home, especially when, um, especially when we did start having shutdowns back in 2020. I was doing school from home, I was working from home um, at the same time, so I was, I was busy all the time. Um, but I started, lost my train of thought, hang on. <laughs> I, I started giving myself little pockets of time, but not only did I start giving myself pockets of time, but like I really struggled, and as, as did many of us, um, when the shutdowns happened because I felt like I wasn't being productive enough. I felt like I wasn't doing enough for myself. I felt like I wasn't really as in my element as I should have been. And um, I struggled with even taking care of daily housework tasks, such as making sure that my floors were clean or making sure that I was keeping up with laundry. And you would think, Alice, you work from home and you're doing things from home. Why is it so difficult to be able to keep up with that? Because I was stressing myself out and getting overwhelmed even by doing daily tasks. I would go sometimes days without showering. And I know that sounds disgusting, but when you're in an anxious and depressive state at the same time, you forget to take care of yourself. And for the longest time, I was like that. I, I would forget to take care of myself. And then I started taking care of myself again. And I started getting back into a rhythm. And I started getting back into this space where I felt more confident and secure. And I'm still working on it. It's not perfect. And, and it will probably never be perfect. And you know what? Perfect to me is being perfectly, being perfectly flawed. You know, because um, we are humans. Essentially, at the end of the day, we are living a human existence. So we can't always be these perfect divine beings because um, we are perfectly divine within ourselves. And that is something that I do strongly believe. You are perfectly divine as you are. And you are living a human existence. So you are going to have human experiences and you are going to have human actions because you are a human being. But when you focus less on the on the need to be perfect by this external standard and this need to be validated by everyone else and this need to be perfect, 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 perfect by, this, by these standards prescribed to you by other people and by society at large, you 
wind up recognizing how perfect you are just being you and how perfect it is giving yourself pockets of time for rest and how perfect it is giving yourself pockets of time to just be. When you focus less on simply doing by everyone else's standards and you focus more on simply being in the moment and doing in the moment and doing the thing as you're doing it as opposed to doing the thing to get it done and focusing on the end result, it creates such a massive shift in your perspective and it creates such a space for yourself where you feel less tired and you feel less haggard and you feel less stressed and you feel more positive and you feel more grateful and you feel more aligned with your goals and your habits and your feelings and your thoughts and you're able to observe everything as and be a silent observer and be the silent watcher as opposed to just being the doer and the thinker all the time because sometimes the best thing to do is to just be instead of always being the doer and the thinker being the beer being that being that you are being being as opposed to doing and thinking all the time. So, today, focus on being and how you can create more being in your life. And focus on where you, and I don't want to say focus to like, make you feel over encumbered and make you feel like you're like you're doing a bad job at your life no honey you are not doing a bad job at your life you are perfect you are worthy you are valuable you are capable you are enough you are strong you are a bad bitch (laughs) um whatever it is that you need to tell yourself to to feel good tell yourself that today whatever it is that you need to tell yourself And whatever it is that you need to do today to be able to give thanks to yourself today, do it, baby. Do it and enjoy the fuck out of it. (laughs) Um, Hydrate, drink your water, (laughs) um, eat your yummy lunch today. Do something fun today at the end of your day or even in the middle of your day. If you, if you didn't bring your already pre-made lunch today, go out and get yourself some good, yummy, delicious food from one of your favorite restaurants today if you can. Do something for yourself to say, I love you today. And love yourself fully. Love yourself fully in every single moment of your day. Because the more that you love yourself fully in every single moment of your day, the better you're going to feel and the more your life is going to shift and the more you're going to be able to appreciate that sunlight coming in through the window (laughs) because that's what's happening right now for me. (laughs) Um, But regardless, regardless of whatever it is, the more appreciation you're going to have for your life, baby. So go forth, be prosperous, Be that amazing version of yourself that you know that you are. And give yourself a little love. Give yourself a little gentleness. Give yourself a little peace. 
you're worthy of it. Stay strong, stay high vibing, stay valuable, stay worthy, stay peaceful, and be love. I love you, baby. Bye.